Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Girl. <laughs> welcome to another episode of Sincerely with me, Nana Danchi. I hope you all are doing well. Fabuloso. Uh, wonderful. I, I was about to say tasteful. Anyways, so I have a wonderful guest with me. Her name is Thea. Theodosia. Hi, guys. How y'all doing? <laughs> Thank you, sweetheart. Okay, so before we get into everything, share like two random things about yourself. It ain't got to be personal. It could oh be something very generic. God. I didn't tell you this before, did I? No, you did not. I did not. I used to listen to... Castro? No, not Castro. I did used to used to, used to listen to Castro. Castro was popular. Jacquel. Who the heck is that? You don't remember? No, 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 no. Wasn't that? As long as I Girl, I don't know who that is. I don't remember. I used to listen to rock music. <laughs> and I used to listen. I went through the phase. I was wearing the little chains. You know, you know the little chains and whatnot. I used to listen to My Chemical Romance. Yes! Yeah. Helena, My Chemical Romance, Period. Blink 182. Okay. And I used to have like a weird, um, weird taste buds. I used to like to eat grapes with ranch. If you eat salad with fruit in it, I don't want to hear you say nothing. <laughs> So I didn't. We're gonna move on. So I have my wonderful guest Theo. Her and I, we've been friends for a very long time. I feel like, uh, probably like I know you always say when I moved to ATL. Yeah, that but was we when knew we each got closer. But yeah, we knew each other before. before like yeah. we were in the same circle, right? But then we got closer. Like when I moved yeah. to ATL, that was like 2015 ish or something yeah. like that. Anyways, you guys, so I brought her on today because, first of all, she has so much wisdom by God's grace, and she got so much wisdom by God's grace, and I feel like she just has a lot of knowledge and nuggets that she can share, you know what I'm saying? So today's topic is going to be, yo, I need help. Yo, I repeat, I need help help okay help help of the lord listen <laughs> so i was just thinking about life right and i was thinking about you know when you just sit there you think about things that you've been through and yeah. stuff like that yeah and sometimes the busyness of life can make you not even it's like you're always on the go right so you're not even that conscious enough of what's really going on within you right right so I'm going to open up a little bit, you guys. And once again, let me backtrack. Sincerely, Nana Danchi is a podcast that is focused on topics that people tend to run away from. So people are not really... Basically, this podcast is the one that will say what's on people's minds that they may not verbalize with their mouth, okay? So this is when we come to, yo, I need help. Yeah. And my little story situation. I think I think it was when I was in my late twenties, okay, um, and I was in a university course relationship. University course relationship, okay. I was in a relationship with someone for some time, 
it felt like it was like a university, a diploma, you know a <laughs> diploma. What's it called? Yeah, diploma. Is it diploma? Yeah. I don't know. Degree. 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 So with that being said, um, a lot happened, right? And I realized, I was like, Nana, why did you allow certain behaviors or what was actually going on within you? So a lot of times we like to bash the ex, right? We like to make the person look bad and stuff. And probably they did do harmful things, right? But you have to also start to realize, like, yo, what's actually going on within me? I kid you not, Theo. Like, I literally remember I was sitting on my bed at my mom's house. I was crying <laughs> on TV. On TV, mama V, Uji mama, Uji mama. So I was sitting in my in my mom in my mom's house, literally in my room, crying. I kid you not. Ooh, and God was like. You should ask what's going on within you mm. that you're allowing mm-hmm. people yeah. or certain people to treat you in a certain way that you do not like. Yeah. When I heard that in my spirit, I literally remember I was on the left side of my bed. I was like, oh, baby. <laughs> it's the questions God asks. And you be like, oh. Yeah. You got to sit back. So it's not like. No longer am I like pointing the finger at, oh, he did this, or this person did this to me, or this friend did this to me, or this person did this to me. But it's like, yo, why am I even allowing certain behavior for such a long time to take place? So I say all this because that's when God loved me. I don't even know how I even found this book. I promise you it was probably the Lord. Mm -hmm. Um, Healing of the Father Wound. Mm -hmm. And that began my whole... I mean, I felt like I was kind of already on that journey, but no, this one, it kind of launched me like into that whole healing process and not knowing that I had deep father wounds and stuff. So I'm saying all this because I know you've been through a lot of things. Of Mm -hmm. course, now I know you personally, Mm -hmm. but like when was that moment and when was that moment where you realized like, yo, I need God to help me. Ooh. Or like, dang, I got some issues that I really have to work through. Like that, that, that aha moment. I think there's been a few, honestly. Mm. There's been a few aha moments. Um, I can't like pinpoint specifically one, but I will say one that uh, I could share that really stands out to me because yeah. I feel like this was a, a moment where it was pivotal. Yeah. For me, where I knew that mm, something got changed within me, yeah. you know? So um, I'm going to go there. In okay. 20, what was it? 2019, okay. I became a widow. I lost my husband. Um, of course, Nana was there. She knows all about it. I lost my husband. And um, I was in this marriage. It wasn't, a, it wasn't a terrible marriage, but I was in a marriage where I was like yearning always yearning for love or yearning for affection and my partner at that time god bless his soul he was awesome but he was not necessarily that type mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying he was yearning for so i always wanted like oh be i love yous and i hug the hugs and he's always like he was like this let's get it done let's get that type of person so when he passed um some time after that i got mixed up with some, 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 some. Oh, we going there today, Lord. We, 
We keep it real. We keep it real. We keep it real. Because listen, listen, you know, one thing I realized, and I just want to interject really quick. One thing I realized about um, deliverance and just about just being liberated, man. Like you have to be honest and you have to be real and mm-hmm. stuff. So God bless you for this. Yeah. Um, some time after that, um, first of all, your girl had not even done, had not even begun the healing. I was going, okay, I would say I had begun the healing process because the Lord had been dealing with me after my husband passed, but I was nowhere near done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I, um, I think what I didn't recognize at the time was the Lord wanted me to sit, mm. be still in the moment. But then because I always had that desire to always be loved and be called beautiful and be hugged up. Listen, the, what you, the enemy will play on your weaknesses. If you let him, he will play you so bad. Y'all think people be out here playing you? The enemy be playing you times 10, Okay. And I think the enemy knew that that was my weakness and he inched his way in with, with a certain somebody. Mm-hmm. And I was um, kind of dealing, it was like we weren't in a relationship, we were in a relationship. It was kind of almost like a situationship, relationship mm-hmm. kind of thing. And um, I think unfortunately at that time, I was still naive, even mm-hmm. though I was grown, but I, was, I still had a... a naive tendencies i would mm. say and um i received advice from people that um I, i'm just saying they weren't led by the lord mm. the advice was not led by the lord and i listened to them because these were people that i trusted spiritually that's a whole nother topic. that's a whole nother topic sis. that's a whole nother topic you know listen if somebody is if you see someone and they can tell you about yourself and whatnot, you know, you think that they're spiritually up there, please go to the Lord. Go to mm. the Lord for it. Listen to the Lord first mm. before anybody else. Okay. Mm. But I took their advice because I was not looking man's way. Mm. But I took their advice and um I went ahead and dealt with it. Woo child. Ooh, let's just say um that was not the the Lord's will mm. for me. Mans was disrespectful, um, all kinds. I mean, I don't even want to go into into that because it's in the past. But let's just say in a nutshell, it was not God's will for me. And the timing was completely off. Mm. Wrong timing. Wrong timing. So um, after (laughs) all of that finally ended, and listen, the guy showed me Shege in the end. What you say? Sorry for the non-Ganyan, but he showed me Pepe in the end. <laughs> okay? And imagine, like, imagine you're dealing with having to grieve your husband, mm. you know, and now you're dealing with this heartbreak at the same time. It wasn't smart. It wasn't smart. Fire <laughs> It wasn't smart, but I put myself in that situation um, because I didn't listen to the Holy Spirit, basically. Mm. Um, so after that, you know, um, the Lord told me to move to Chantilly. So I went to, I moved to Chantilly. It was not planned, but he was like, go there. And I was like, okay, let me just listen. I moved to Chantilly. And in that moment was when it was like, dang, how did I get here? You know what I'm saying? Like, how did I end up in this situation? You know what I'm saying? Why is it that I'm 
I'm wanting to, des- why is it that I'm desiring after this guy that mm. don't respect me? Mm. <laughs> and he's not even showing me the love, the love. He, he showed me the love of the world, but mm. not the love in the Bible. You know mm. what I'm saying? And why am I running after this type of love? Mm. What is going on internally within me that I so want to run after this trash love? Let's keep it 100. It was trash. So. <laughs> For your kiss, yo. I think it was after that that la, the la, Lord la, really. La. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, oh lord no for real it was after that that the <laughs> lord really began to like show me myself mm. and listen that you you know a lot of us cut off that process prematurely mm. because to for the lord to be showing you about yourself you'd be like oh oh no mm. Mm. it's like he's showing you all these layers of yourself that needs healing yeah. that needs intervention that yeah. needs counseling yeah. that needs love yeah. that needs all these things and yeah. you're just like it almost became it almost becomes overwhelming because mm. it's like where do i start and where do i end yeah with all of this information you're giving me lord but i think i had to once again be still yeah you know humble uh, myself because he was showing me my the pride within me mm. he was showing me the ego within me mm. he was showing me the desperation within mm. me <laughs> finished i'm finished you know all these things that i didn't see mm. you know and it's it's a sad thing to go without the holy spirit yeah. In this world, because you think that you are a okay, you are Miss Goody Two Shoes. You yeah. ain't got no problem. Yeah. You know, you might got a little some slight here and there, but yeah. you good. Listen, the Lord was de- doing a deep digging, mm. and I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is a lot because yeah. I didn't even know this was even going on with me, yeah. within me rather. And I think we have a tendency. I'm, I'm a, I'm the type of person. I want solution. Mm. All right, we got a problem. Okay, what's the end solution? Mm. How how are we gonna figure out? How are we gonna fix it? Mm. I'm that type of person. Let's get it done. Mm. So I'm that's my mindset going yeah. into it. Like, okay, Lord, you showed me all this. What's the steps? Yeah. How we gonna how we gonna deal with it? Yeah. You know, but it's like you gotta humble yourself to the point where it's like, okay, Lord, I'm gonna trust you 100 percent in this process and let you <sighs> deal with it in the way that you deal with it. Cause clearly I've been failing yeah. <laughs> at doing it myself, yeah. you know, and I'm 100% guilty of that. Um, I, I call it being a survivor, mm. you know, always doing everything in survival mode, mm. you know, like just get it, let's get it done and keep it moving because yeah. that's, it was, it's like a trauma response, yeah. you know, Yeah. cry. Okay. You get done crying. Let's go. In yeah. a sense, it helped me. But in a sense, it didn't because mm-hmm. it helped me in a sense where it's like, okay, um, it wouldn't, I didn't crumble yeah. <laughs> at some situations, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But then, in a, and then it hurt me in a sense where it's like, no, the Lord wants you to sit so that he can heal you mm. and deal with you in this, in this moment. Mm-hmm. So I think that was one of the major 
aha moments for me yeah. for me and he's still he's still dealing with me yeah. still working on me yeah you know what I'm saying? yeah yeah wow yeah i went there you really did go i wasn't expecting to i didn't think i was gonna go there uh, let's say maybe it was the holy spirit honestly spirit. honestly and I think, and I think that's the thing I'm starting to realize more. Like even within the church, there's a lot of people that have like deep rooted issues. And I don't want, I don't want to even say in the church, but just people in general. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think that. But let, let, let's talk about the church. <laughs> that's the audience, right? Or some, oh no! I, guess the I mean, of the audience... let's say 50, 50, okay. 50-50. But I'll say, I'll say, let's start off with just people in general. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we don't take the time out to like just be. I don't know. A lot of people are not conscious like that, though. Do you get what yeah. I'm saying? Like a lot of people are not self aware like that. But then also too, I do believe like the gift of the Holy Spirit, and when you like commune with Him, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. if you're intentional about it, He will actually show you what's going on within, within you, you yeah. and stuff. You know what I'm saying? But my thing too, like even within the church. Like there's a lot of people that have deep rooted issues, but a lot of it sometimes we mask it up with self righteousness. Sometimes we mask it up with just serving people a lot, right? Sometimes Ooh, we mask Christ. it up with um, just doing what God has called us to do, and then we leave it at that. Like, oh, yeah. I'm good. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Or sometimes because of people's compliments, like, oh my gosh, you you said like you preached that word. Oh my gosh, we sensed the anointing when you yeah, were yeah, praying yeah, or when yeah. you were leading worship. Yeah. But the whole time you have serious emotional, mental you just came back for the crime. Listen, issues and stuff. And I mm-hmm. think that my whole thing is that I really want people to realize like how much God is a healer and stuff. It may not happen as fast as you wanted yeah. to, but God can really deal with like certain like seeds that God can do with all the seeds that's been planted in your life. Yeah. That's not of him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I want to go a step further. One thing I realized is that when you're not dealing with the seed behind why you behave in a mm-hmm. certain mm-hmm. way that you mm-hmm. behave, that's mm-hmm. not good or that's not edifying to you. Yeah. It will become a beast in the future and it will manifest itself in different aspects, honestly, in all aspects yeah. of your life. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So it could be in trauma response, right? Yeah. Like, oh, let's get, let's just get it. And I feel like it's a gift, but sometimes you need to learn how to, we all need to learn how to balance something like that. Right. But let's say something happens, right? And then you need to be like emotionally present mm-hmm. and it needs to take time to you can't be like hey yeah i'm caught or hey yeah. let's move and yeah. stuff like that because then you may come across as what um not selfish but as um not intuitive intuitive is kind of a word but mm-hmm. hardcore like not sensitive okay, okay, not empathetic yeah. and so but i know that's not how you are mm-hmm. anyways but that's just an example of what i'm saying so Basically, I'm just starting to realize more and more how we really need to deal with what, like, the seed issue behind yes. that. So do you think, like, God showed you? Do you know if, like, God has showed you why you were doing what you were doing and stuff? Oh, uh, yeah. And I think he still showed me. <clears throat> Definitely one of them was, you know, the whole father, fatherless mm. issue. You know, even though my father was there in the physical, yeah. you know, he, he, he wasn't present emotional mm-hmm. <laughs> he was a present uh mentally he was just kind of there 
you know, and I always say, I think this is something that I've, I've shared. Uh, my father was an alcoholic, mm-hmm. you know, so it was a lot going on in my household yeah. growing up. I mean, from a young girl up until my teens, there was a lot of chaos in the household a lot of the times. Um, I think that was one of them and dealing with um, rejection. Mm, rejection is a serious one. Dealing with rejection, not feeling like I was loved, mm-hmm. even as a young girl, not feeling like I was loved, feeling like, you know, maybe my mom liked or loved my brother better better than me because maybe mm-hmm. he was smarter mm-hmm. or he was more outspoken mm-hmm. than me or he was more charming, mm-hmm. you know, than I was, you know, so also dealing with that so you know and i think that the rejection topic is is so broad mm-hmm. it trickles into so many so many things yeah you know and um i'm <laughs> i'm upset why i didn't i felt like i should have known about this rejection thing earlier mm-hmm. in my life because i felt like but you know the lord knows what he's doing yeah um a lot of things could have been dealt with um beforehand but you know we trust in god at the end of the day but that rejection call and um caused me to want to always be loved run into Mm -hmm. somebody's run into a man's Mm -hmm. arms Mm -hmm. i felt like that was the maybe that was the only place i would receive Mm -hmm. the kind of love that i was looking for but listen listen (laughs) I came to find that ain't no other better love than that of the fathers mm. in heaven. Mm. God. God's love. Jesus. Jesus' love. Okay, I have to clarify. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no other mm. love um, came in comparison with that. And I think that became more real and more prevalent. Like, you know, there's a lot of, I think a lot of us Christians, we move on a lot of head knowledge. Yeah. You know, we've read it. You know, everybody else is saying it. Yeah. So we say it. Yeah. Because that's what we're supposed to say. Yeah. You know, but we've never actually experienced Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. And I think Mm -hmm. for me, um, after losing my husband and going through that process and seeing God come through day by day Mm. with healing, Mm -hmm. every time I went to him, you know, there was days where I would go to him to pray and words wouldn't come out. It would just be tears. I'll just mm. lay there and bawl. Mm. And he would, I would wake up out of that section of crying and feel a weight lifted off of me. And he would meet me like that. And I think in my whole life, I had not experienced that kind of love before even though i was mm. i was i was a christian yeah you know what i'm saying but i don't know for some reason in that moment god saw it fit that mm. he visited he just showed me a, a very divine kind of love mm. i would say i don't know how to really put it into words but 